Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Gabe Alexander podcast. I want to thank everybody for the continued support. Today, I've got something pretty different. I finally have a second voice to this podcast, and it is my lovely girlfriend, Sasha. Hi. <laughs> we don't really have a setup for this uh, topic, or no, no set in stone topic, and I just want to have a good conversation. She's in town. It's been fun, so it might be a little awkward. Might be a little few pauses. However, we're going to get through it. We'll probably just talk, start off talking about what it's like growing up in Russia, of all places, and all the way up into our long-distance relationship as it currently stands. So take <laughs> us. <laughs> take it away, Sash. Tell me and everybody. Tell the world uh, about growing up in Russia. All the fun stuff you did. It's fun. It's very dangerous, too. <laughs> uh well okay so my name is sasha um i was born in russia and uh, i grew up there until i 15 15 years old i moved to usa with my mother and went to high school here um uh, so yeah i grew up in russia i grew up in a very small town all the way in siberia that's why i look asian yep, you're the asian version of the russians the yeah, burette the burette yeah um yeah so i live in um from siberia the lake baikal i'm on the eastern side a town called one day and no no no. funny thing about ulan uday is they have this google it google it they have a giant (laughs) statue of lenin right yeah it's just his head it's lenin's head like big ass fucking head just sitting in the middle of town like Yep, it's central attraction of the whole town. It's literally the biggest head of Lenin. It's it's just hat. It's nothing else. Yeah, it's just it's, bold hat. It's funny. It's it's kind of crazy. So Google Ulan Uday. Look at the giant Lenin head down downtown. What other stuff does Ulan Uday have? Because they have like a theater or a museum. Oh, we have stuff, a lot like... of theaters and museums mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, but I think like the biggest will be like the. <laughs> mm-hmm. We what ha- type of museums do you have there? Is it just like art or history or? Oh, we have art, history, uh, like war too. The mm-hmm. war museums, are town they, history museums, stuff like that. Are they as grand as like the St. Petersburg Museum? Oh and no, stuff like no, that? no, no, they're just, smaller. You know, okay. the town is smaller, so there's mm-hmm. not that big. Um, okay, we have a lot of theaters though. We yeah. have like five different theaters. They're it's like a big thing. Like for plays and plays. Like, dance mm-hmm. theater and like opera and stuff like that we have mm-hmm. a lot actually because is that is ulan uday pretty burat or is it mixed it's mixed okay but mainly is burat because um ulan uday is um what is it how do you say i forget what's the word for springfield of illinois what is it capital capital yeah, yeah. ulan uday is capital of like a state in russia the mm-hmm. state called republic of buratia mm-hmm. So it's literally just like Illinois, but it's the Republic of Boradia, and the capital is Olande. And it's like the biggest city in the mm-hmm. whole state. Because uh, I know you showed me a lot of traditional dances and stuff, like with all the, like, the costumes and stuff. Is that what happens at those theaters? Is it yeah, like yeah, stuff yeah. like that? Okay. Because in, in that specific state, Boradia, Republic of Boradia, we speak Russian and Burad. Burad mm-hmm. is taught in, in, Burad is taught in schools. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like, I think seventh, eighth grade. Mm-hmm. But you, you have to know the alphabet and everything for everyone who's going to school in any uh, state, in any in any city or village in the state. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the language is actually very it's very badly it's dying soon probably mm-hmm. so they're trying to implement it more into schools and reading mm-hmm. and everything and um because you know how to you can listen to it really well but it's a little harder for you to speak it yeah yeah i i understand it pretty well mm-hmm. but speaking is very hard because i never learned very well of it mm-hmm. and i started learning english so english overtook the whole like space of Brit. so yeah, i'm like true. So, yeah, I'm the stupid American who knows English and a tiny bit of Spanish through high school and, like, three words in Russian, but you got English down pat in high school. You sped through ESL. You did got Russian, obviously, and you know some Burat, so just fucking... Damn, is all I gotta say. But Burat (laughs) culture, or just Siberia culture, tell me about it. Because I want to hear more about the wrestling stuff that you guys had, those videos that you were showing me. Right? It's the big, like, wrestling tournaments and stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, so, Burets are actually, like, subdivision, subgroup of Mongolians. Mongolians. Mm-hmm. But we were specifically on the Lake Baikal on that side. Yeah. We're very close on the border with Mongolia, but we're not Mongols. Mm-hmm. We're separate. We have different languages, like, different words and pronunciations. It's like mm-hmm. dialects. But, uh, um, I remember when we went to like Mongolian restaurant. He's yeah. like, "Oh, you're Burat," and he's like trying to talk to to me in Mongolian, and I'm like, "I kind of know, but I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> you're like, "I kind of know Mongolian because it's a little bit of Burat," but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and yeah, and so culture-wise, it's very close to like Mongolian. We're Buddhists. Um, very we're Buddhists as of like religion, but we're mm-hmm. very like. Shamanism, we believe in that. Mm-hmm. We pray to oral ancestors, and um, tradition-wise, we have like the the dresses and dances, and specific like wares, and uh, the our houses is like yurt. It's like um. I don't know what that is. Yurt. Yeah, it's like um circular. Okay. And it's like top, but it's circular around, and it's just. Like a teepee? Kind of. But kind not of. like that. But primitive. not like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got you. Um, and then, yeah, wrestling is the biggest part of our, like, culture. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody knows how to wrestle. Mm-hmm. And it's very important. Um, like, even as kids, you just, like, know how to wrestle. Because I remember we have those meetings every summer. We go to, like, a, I, I grew up in a village with my grandparents. Mm-hmm. So we have, like... Every summer we have a like, not a carnival, but it's like all together. We all together, a whole village like comes together, and we go to up to the mountain, mm-hmm. and we pray first, and then we do, um, we make we cook there, we cook on the on the on the fire and mm-hmm. like open in the forest basically, and then we have tournaments, and those small tournaments is like kids. Going from like one year old to all the way to like fifteen, yeah. they just go into uh, wrestling, and it doesn't matter you're a girl or a boy. You just mm-hmm. wrestle with the same age or same like height, you know. Yeah. And it's just like it's implemented since then. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And it's like that, and um, what is it called when you uh, archery? Archery. Yeah. Wrestling, archery, and uh, on horses. Horseback riding. Horseback riding. Mm-hmm. It's the three main things that mm-hmm. every like bird should do. Mm-hmm. Men should like know the three of them how to do. Mm-hmm. 
my dad always wanted to be me to go to archery. Mm-hmm. We never did, but I went to um, wrestling and I did judo. So mm-hmm. he's like, oh, that's that's on the on that path. <laughs> yeah. It's similar. It's similar. So you said village. Tell us more, cause you, not just a village. Your grandparents had a farm. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, see, it's weird because in English you don't have like a village. Mm-hmm. It's like how I translated when I came here. I was like, yeah, I'm from a village, you know. But it's like more of a countryside. We had farm. We had cows. We had mm-hmm. pigs. We had chickens. We had a bunch of cats and dogs. Mm-hmm. And um, so, like, are all the houses like pretty close together? Or oh yeah, so you have like yeah. your own like mm, plot. Plot. It's funny how we did it. We had our own plot, mm-hmm. and the next one is like here, right? Mm-hmm. But it's ours is more like triangular and goes deep inside. Oh, okay. Then this is like the main street. Do you know the population? Like how big is that? <sighs> oh my! My actually was pretty big. Was it okay? It's pretty big, and my um my where my grandparents lived, it was actually super close to the city. Like okay. I'm just like remembering now i'm like mm-hmm. that was just not that far away as yeah. I, was, I thought because even when i was in um seventh grade mm-hmm. i lived there and i went to school in the city yeah okay. i had to yeah, take yeah. bus every morning and it was it's cold <laughs> and expensive <laughs> but uh how, how was life on the farm i know you spent a lot there you tell me some really funny stories about living at your grandparents um it's fun it's very much fun um you i don't know it's like it teaches it teaches you a lot of stuff mm-hmm. how to like deal with everything especially like especially with my grandparents they were very strict and my grandma is blind yeah she's blind so she can't take a lot of care of everyone so you're like her eyes mm-hmm. and like you have like from the young age you will have to be like because especially i was the oldest mm-hmm. they're like you're gonna help there and there and there you're just you have to take care and you be in control because mm-hmm. if not everything's gonna fall apart mm-hmm. and uh so yeah um i always held i was the first one to help and you know just be mm-hmm. the especially with like you're a daughter yeah you're always there like cooking helping and then yeah. but we never actually it wasn't there was never like being like bigger gender dividers it's mm-hmm. more of like you know the men will go and like my little brothers or brothers will mm-hmm. cousins will go help and uh like my dad my granddad to like make the the what do you put for the fire logs logs yeah, yeah, yeah. but then by the time i was like 10 i would go to i would mm-hmm. go do the logs too yeah. you have like a and go to the well and all that. yeah yeah um yeah what okay what was your like favorite animals on the farm or was it just it was just cows or it was like cows mm-hmm. i don't remember pigs but i know we had pigs i don't really i didn't i never really liked them they yeah. were dirty <laughs> uh i loved cows uh my whole oh so one time i had a fight with my grandma yep <laughs> she, she was like we were fighting about school for some reason mm-hmm. and i always was good at school but something happened and i didn't want to do it anymore and she's like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do for a living? And I was like, I'm going to be the, the what are they called? The herder. Like herder. The cow, yeah, the, the cow the, herder. I'm going to be the herder. Oh, and I had a bike. Like, I, I biked since like five years old. I always had a bike. So I was like, I'm just going to go and be a herder on my bike. <laughs> and I really went out there 
to the whole like forest to find the like the cow. We, we always lose one cow that she was walk away from mm-hmm. the whole like yeah horde. And so I was like, I would go there and I was like, I can do this. See, <laughs> if I went there by one cow, I can like Heard take control all. of all of them. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I I I was a very stubborn kid, so I was like. I'll stick to my word. Yeah, you, you're still a stubborn person. You'll you'll <laughs> stick to your word, even yeah, no matter the situation. But uh, so how is how is it different between like Russian primary schools? Like, how, what was school like in Russia growing up? Um, I, I think it's because probably I like my experience in school in Russia mm-hmm. a lot. Because the problem was like I was a, uh, the popular kid in a way. Yeah. I was like I was good grades, mm-hmm. and always and and the only girl who like I would I was I would grew up as of like there is no gender roles for me mm. like I always thought everyone is equal until you hit puberty but until yeah. it hit puberty yes <laughs> then you're like fuck yeah until it, until I hit puberty but I would like fight everyone who talked back to me good. or like it was. It was like I and I was the class president, like the. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know your class pres. Yeah, I was class president for, well, first through fifth grade doesn't really count, but you know. Hey, 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 hey! Still get it in. Still get it. <laughs> it counts. But uh, it was it was always like the boys will be like, mm-hmm. like talking back or talking shit. So you know? tell tell us a fight story. What's your what's your best one? Um. I remember there was one guy. He was always like picking on on the girls. Mm-hmm. Now he would never really pick on me, mm-hmm. but one time he just dared, and that day was over for him. I we went outside. We had like a break. We went. We ha- we can go outside. So like um, out of school because because the toilets were outside too. Actually, my first grade, my first. Oh really? Grade, yeah. <laughs> um, and we went to like all the way behind. Like we have a gym like separate from mm-hmm. school so we had to go all the way behind the gym and i would just took him with his <laughs> jackets and all the girls like good job what are you like thank you for like standing up for us i was so like sure beat the shit out of him yep. what i heard nice, yeah nice. uh after that actually all the boys were like we're never fucking with sasha you know mm-hmm. now it sounds pretty normal about school but the stuff i always found interesting and was like damn this would this would stereotypically happen in Russia is when did you start drinking and smoking Sasha <laughs> at what age <laughs> um, I actually don't know for sure but I remember um, I have an uncle I have three uncles yeah I have a very old older one the middle one and the younger one mm-hmm. um, and the middle one he was the you know the bad kid the whole like he will mm-hmm. smoke he will do anything so he loved all his nephews so mm-hmm. he would just sit down with all of us and it's over summer and we we're like coming from like five to like all the way to like seven eight mm-hmm. he would just sit he's sitting and my cousin older cousin and me and another cousin girl and then my sister mm-hmm. i think that's it yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. it and he would just pass our cigarettes, cigarettes yeah. <laughs> to us to just try it. So, you know, like, we know how to do it. Because especially it was, like, everyone smoked in Russia. Yeah. My Both my grandparents, they quit, by the way. They, oh, good they stuff. did. It was hard, but they did. Good stuff. Uh, my uncle would just pass it to us. Nice, nice. So, I guess... I guess I first tried it was, like, six, probably. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
third grade was for sure where we just like started third grade we can like take it from your parents something third grade and then you were doing all this before before school right you were showing up to school a little little drunk sometimes (laughs) that was in seventh grade okay that was in seventh grade uh third grade to fit for because third and fourth grade i already i moved to to moscow i lived there for a little bit so yeah i I couldn't do that Mm -hmm. when i came back to fifth grade and sixth grade i went to one school that was like a like a bad school you know Mm -hmm. like just bad reputation yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. uh there we started smoking and drinking like on a regular Mm -hmm. it was i don't even know how to how we didn't get caught or anything in seventh grade and eighth grade i moved moved up to another school where it was like a fancy school Mm -hmm. it was like more for smarter kids and or kids who had money to go there you know Mm -hmm. and i was the only one who was doing bad stuff and everybody liked that because mm-hmm. there was nobody was like taking taking that right so you, you kept your badass reputation from beating up kids or at other schools to be in the the, the cool yeah the and, cool bad girl at eighth grade school. yeah and the thing is like i still i still cannot believe myself that i still got really good grades yeah i was good and i kept like skipping school almost every other day and yeah. going drinking and my parents were strict i didn't even go out like we didn't go out we just mm. skip school and do shit and then come back yeah but i don't know how did your teachers not notice did they just not care like attendance isn't a thing like i remember i like they would my, my school would call home like hey your kid's not in school today is he sick like if you don't show up they're expecting a call from your parents so they'll call your parents like that's how american schools work <laughs> yeah that's what i was very confused when i came to america in ninth grade um uh, mm-hmm. i couldn't even skip school i have to call make my mom call the school <laughs> but the thing is my mom doesn't speak english so i had to like hi uh my name is sasha and i'm not gonna come to school here's my mom she's gonna confirm and she'll just give it to my mom like yeah my name is Dorima, and i'm her mom that's it like there was no like and they're like yeah okay thank you for calling I'm like what the heck <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but are, um... in russia now they're implementing that system more oh, okay with my uh, with my sister, she's she's told me about it. But because okay. uh, yeah, yeah, your then, sister's still in Russia. Yeah, I don't know if we covered that, but yeah. But back then, um, I didn't skip important days. Mm-hmm. I skipped skipped the two days where we're like learning something, or I already knew that. Yeah. You know, I never skipped like quiz days or anything. So mm-hmm. you know, you gotta be smart about it because if you're skipping days and we have a journal, they write all your grades in it, mm-hmm. and you skip a day where they're like asking you questions, you will have like a, cra- a cross mm-hmm. and overall grades, and you're like having only three grades the whole time. You know, you don't want to be that. Mm-hmm. That's true. So you're smart about it. So you managed to fucking I actually don't party know. and get good grades, which is insane. I actually don't know how they the teachers didn't really found out mm-hmm. one time though I had like a boyfriend and he was like from one grade uh, older than me above yeah yeah above and we kissed in front of the school before we left home basically mm-hmm. my teacher she noticed and she told my mom about it my mom bit the shit out of me <laughs> how old were you? I was in 7th grade okay, She's, okay. because I think it was like parents conference you know mm-hmm. and my teacher told about it to like a whole class i think or some like the whole like parents mm-hmm. and my mom was so embarrassed and so she she just came home she was just like got out the belt yep yeah it was scary um Damn. <laughs> i remember two times that 
she literally got mad at me it was that time it was mm-hmm. seventh grade and then when i was in fifth grade i think i was just talking back so much to her mm-hmm. you know the puberty when you're just like angsty yeah. <laughs> angsty teens yeah after that i never talked back i was just I was like, I don't never step on her bad side. <laughs> you gonna learn today. Yep. I mean, that's the thing though. Like nowadays, parents, parents are too nice, and so the kids walk all over them. I mean, you, you and me were just talking about this last night. Like, you can't be abusive, but sometimes you gotta pull out the knife. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> nah, you gotta you gotta make your authority that yeah. you are the like, authority. I'm the parent, bitch. You don't yeah. have rights yet. Yeah. yeah <laughs> You're yeah. not 18. I own you. Yeah. <laughs> But at the same time, like, you don't want to overstep right, yeah. it where they don't want to Can't be a helicopter you. parent. Yeah, like, I still sometimes, like, I learned it later when I was 16 that I, I shouldn't be scared of her anymore. <laughs> and I can't talk to her more because it was just implemented in me that you can't tell her anything. You, she's the parent. Mm-hmm. You can't be, like, that's bad, too. So Yeah, that is. That is. But, dang. I Oh, I meant to ask you about this earlier when we were talking about it, but how are the temples... In uh, Ulan Ude in like Siberia, all the Buddhist temples, like compared to the ones here. I mean, you saw them. I told you, showed your pictures. You right? did. They're so you did. Pretty. <laughs> they're, they're they're like, but they're much bigger, right? Like I I remember seeing how different and how cool they are. Yeah. Um. So in Russia, the, there's three religions, main, mainly uh, Christianity, Buddhism, and Islam. Mm-hmm. Islam is more like in midwest midwest mm-hmm. part. There's like one state there has like very a lot of popular popular and mine uh uh Buratia mm-hmm. as buddhism and kalmykia it's western on western side like close to moscow mm-hmm. um uh state okay the republic of kalmykia they do they have buddhism and state of and Buratia has buddhism as main ones mm-hmm. so in those two specifically we have really big temples because and Buretia is the main representation of whole Buddhism in Russia okay so we have real like we have two big in the city mm-hmm. one is like out of sight, outside of city mm-hmm. one is in the city temples they're so big and so pretty it's just I would like I didn't appreciate them before I was yeah. just like yeah we're going with my family we're just mm-hmm. praying like it was just a regular thing every other like month we do like mm-hmm. every month we do and now I'm like, I want to go back to just visit that, you know? Because uh-huh, uh-huh. um, we did visit one here in Indiana, actually. And it was fun. It was pretty big. It was like the 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 temple, I guess. Yeah, the main building. Would you just call that the temple part? Yeah, that was nice. The the insides was decorated really nice. You have the spin, spin things. And then those going up there like the journey to that main building is cool you see all the different like prayer scrolls and all the stuff hanging between these trees like on the wind it was fun and then the crazy part what i thought was crazy is you and your mom had visited a few times over the years before you met me and then you took me mm-hmm. and we're there where we don't see like the main monk right oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he lives separate he lives at the house on like the edge of the property and sasha was like let's just go to his house and knock on the door and i was like what <laughs> like that he's he's not here like he's at home right and she was like no no no, no it's fine we'll do it i'd be like well okay i mean it's fine like whatever so we drive up to the house we like knock on the door 
he he's like hosting people right now it's like his house he's hosting people he's like oh come in come in like he puts us in a different a different kind of like side room as they're finishing up dinner right and then he comes in and for some reason he like remembers you and your mom yeah he remembers my name yeah right which i don't know i just found that so weird like he because you, you didn't go that many times and he probably sees a bunch of people like him and he's just hosting and he's like oh i kind of recognize you your mom right yeah yeah don't you have a sister in russia too and i'm just sitting there like bro like he's your friend <laughs> like what <laughs> like that was so cool and then so yeah he uh, we just talked with him he was telling us about his travels because he went to mongolia right he yeah, yeah he's, he's 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 from mongolia he's from mongolia so that's he, probably how he knows you better he's like oh somebody from siberia yeah i think that's mm. why because he traveled to russia too mm. uh, he went to both of the main uh, temples mm-hmm. and there's one in one temple is in st petersburg mm-hmm. it's really big too it's very important so he he knows like all the different um Temples. He went to Mongolia. He he was in India and Nepal, and he was studying. Remember how he told us about how he was chosen? Yeah, I was about to talk about that next. I like to find. Um, oh God, what's what's the title of that person um, who gets he's reincarnated? He's like Lama. Dalai Lama. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, right? it's like the same basically. But, but for but he's a teacher and mm-hmm. was reincarnated. And mm-hmm. they had to find that teacher. He's right. a very important person in the whole, like, Buddhism. Buddhism. But he was chosen to, like, go and search out for the reincarnated. Yes, he's the yeah. one. Well, he was reincarnated, too. Mm-hmm. They were searching for him, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so there was, like, a whole... He has a book, by the way. I actually have the book, but it's in Russian. Mm-hmm. Or Mongolian. One of the... Mm-hmm. I think it was Yeah, it wasn't in English. Yeah, yeah. Um... He, he gave it to me. <laughs> oh, so they... Oh, that's right. They found him. Yeah, so... Um, okay, my So the, the teacher... Um, the monk teacher died. Mm-hmm. And it says that he has to reincarnate in specific body, specific region. Mm-hmm. And um, and the, all the different monks knew about it. Mm-hmm. So they started looking uh, what region and where the kids were born, what day, like compared to what day he died so mm-hmm. you can see the reincarnation happening it's not it doesn't happen right away it's over the years because mm-hmm. he has to still grow up he was chosen five years old mm-hmm. he was the one i do not remember exactly but he was telling about how they were spinning the bowls specific bowls that they make mm-hmm. and they number like kids and then the, if the ball falls out that's the kid so mm-hmm. they have to go and test him mm-hmm. and they test him with um toys right was different like uh to- not towards the objects that previous teacher had like okay if you had your glasses or specific thing and you used they show it to it was different like a bunch mesh- of different bunch ones. of different stuff and they show it to him and he has to choose which one is his basically mm-hmm. from his ba- a lot pa- past life mm-hmm. so that was the test and if he passes they go ha- take him and they start like teaching him training, him, training him to be a monk from a really young age there's a movie actually that explains that mm-hmm. there's a movie not about Dalai Lama but his teacher that mm-hmm. reincarnated and they had to like find him mm-hmm. it's a really cool movie so it's similar okay so it's similar, similar. So, so yeah that's okay. I think that's the biggest part of like Buddhism being a believing in reincarnation for mm-hmm. specific like high uh, like monks high mm-hmm. monks that have the teachings and they're like mm-hmm. way more than 
regular people like me. Yeah. And that reminds me. I remember he, he remembered that we were coming from Chicago. And he had family in Chicago. So he yeah. was like, oh, can you go give this package to, like, my nephew or son or something? Yeah, I his nephew. What it was. Which reminds me. Granted, I am not an immigrant. I am a native to the United States. But it amazes me how, like, Sasha and her family can probably tell you the names of every single boo rat in the United States. Like, they're probably all in a Facebook group. It's so, like, it baffles me. Like, I don't know. They're like, oh, yeah, all, all these burettes from New York are coming down. Or, like, they just have, like, get-togethers every now and then. They play, like, volleyball and soccer and smoke hookah and then just chill. <laughs> and it's like, they're like, okay, I'm just sending out the pager to all burettes from New York to from Washington, right? Some came from Washington, yeah. from Michigan, like, all over. Like, they all know each other. And it's kind of crazy because I've, I've hung out with them multiple times. Like, I'll just be over visiting her uh, and, like, random not random people they're obviously family friends but like every now and then random people will be like stopping by in chicago so they'll just crash at their place for like a t- one night or two and they'll just leave it's like a little pit stop for everybody it's like i'm just it's so funny how you guys know everybody and you just get together every now and then you have all these pictures these championships and it's fun because it was it was really nice how many people came for the baby shower for your aunt and uncle's baby shower that was fun we all went to a big old kind of like state park and Played a bunch of sports, smoked yeah, hookah, ate food. He's amazed how many people <laughs> we have. So right, like if like I don't know, like the the closest thing I am is like Native American. I'm not even very Native American, like at all. Like I can't just imagine, like oh, all the, all the Native Americans, like. But I think you know we're a very small minority. That's like, true. We're minority minority, and mm-hmm. especially with like a lot of people who come here, mm-hmm. they still want the culture live on right and um traditions and a lot of like you know the same you mm-hmm. value the same things and you yeah. want to have the same group of people you value with mm-hmm. to come together time mm-hmm. to time yeah. and you did explain this to me uh, a little bit about like how if somebody's trying to immigrate to the united states like a lot of people here still have family back in russia so they're like oh you know, I've got some family here. Or I know somebody who immigrated here. We'll have them help you kind of get settled. And so, like, you come over already being introduced into the community. So it makes more sense that way. But it still baffles my mind. I don't know. The first time I realized that, I was, oh, excuse me. I was like, oh, dang, this is so cool. Like, everybody. <laughs> but, you know, the, the my town, hometown, is small by itself. Yeah. And everybody kind of knows everybody. That's mm-hmm. actually, it's so funny everybody knows everybody and everybody dresses the same yeah because they have the same type of fashion mm-hmm. that was just a side note uh but um and a lot of like i am your relative from like you know i have my dad i have my mom mm-hmm. and my dad has another fam like his dad's family that is just like nobody taught and nobody like knows really i don't yeah. really, like you know and then this side of family from like my grandparents something mm-hmm. They somehow know each other anyway, <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. And um, and they're like, yeah. So you know, you have your daughter. She lives in America. Can she help out if some my daughter wants to go there? You know. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like just the chain of like helping mm-hmm. each other out. And it's kind of funny because um how, like you when I met you, you lived with a lot of your family. Like your mom, you had, what I thought were two uncles, right? Who were living there. It was, it was you, your mom, Bias, and Jamian when I first met you 
right? Yeah. Does anybody else? And so what I think is funny is, like, I always assumed Jarmion was, like, your uncle until you told me that him and Bias were just best friends. <laughs> and Bias was, it was Bias who was going to go to America first, right? Yeah. And then Jarmion's like, I'm going too. And then, like, now we just, like, you guys live together and, like, you guys have different jobs. And I don't know. It was so funny because, yeah, just tell me about them and their friendship and how all that worked. Uh, so Jamian and Bias, I call him uncle because he was always there. Mm-hmm, right. He um, he was he was our neighbor actually. My from my countryside village mm-hmm. that I, my grandparents lived. He was literally the next door neighbor, mm-hmm. and they were the same age. They're the same age as me and uh, my uncle and Jamian, Bias mm-hmm. and Jamian. So they're all they grew up together, mm-hmm. and then but they went to different schools, but they still knew each other because how. Uh, they were next door neighbors mm-hmm. and uh Jamin actually went to china he studied there for a long time oh he did he did okay. yeah oh so yeah, that's yeah, why definitely. he he has like experience of even traveling mm-hmm. and adapting super quick and nice mm-hmm. but um they went to separate universities Jamin went to china and uh bias went to moscow mm-hmm. he studied in moscow and then he moved to america mm-hmm. and then in america he was living and everything and Jamin was like how is it there I want to know. He's like, it's really like, I know you will be good here. Mm-hmm. You're gonna survive, and I'm here for you to help. He's like, you can come over, and he's like, all right. Yeah, because they, they they're next door neighbors, right? Growing up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they knew each other. That's cool. I think they even helped each other because my my bias, my uncle, mm-hmm. he was he was valedictorian. He's the smartest person. Yeah, he's a funny guy in the whole family. Mm-hmm. So he helped. Jamian out to get into his school to oh, really? his college <laughs> he literally went i think he went instead of him to take the test you know and oh, for real? yeah <laughs> actually in russia they do they paid a lot of money for my for my uncle bias mm-hmm. to take tests for people to get into schools that's hilarious. he would just go and take the test for that's, them that's that's amazing now it's like for, for every little college entrance it's like show me your id give me your face and especially in russia they Mm -hmm. they literally when you take exams there's like you know like sats here yeah in russia they have exit exams basically Mm -hmm. when they when you graduate they have to take everything they can't have anything metal on them they will go through metal detector and everything and like you can't cheat like <laughs> you, there's surveillance cameras everywhere and Dang. teachers walking back and so forth. bias couldn't get do that or did he they just didn't that was a, it wasn't that um recent that wasn't that uh specific on not specific like when he was taking it mm-hmm. it he, was, he wasn't taking exit exams he was doing other ones yeah i think he was doing okay. entrances exams okay. for college okay they already like got the those exams but he was taking the entrances okay, there's okay. like separate things but now i think it's more of one thing because he was like 12 years older than me so mm-hmm. a whole generation apart uh so yeah <laughs> dang yeah that's oh no that's crazy i feel like i'm starting to uh integrate and be accepted by your family now even with the uh language barrier because bias knows english but he uh unless he's drunk he doesn't talk to me in english <laughs> he just says, nah, he's just uh he's just um he was quiet all the time yeah no he's no quiet. he's he's a, he's a wonderful person and yeah he, he's amazing he's so funny and he's just a goofball but he doesn't talk much and when he, he does talk it's funny it's on point yeah 
I just remember, I don't know, I feel like I was finally accepted when we were, well, this was recent, we were just, I don't know, like it's past my 21st, so they were like, oh, you know, have some drinks, Let's you can drink with us now, even though we had been, but um, <laughs> that's just me, Bias, and Sash, and we were just sitting in your kitchen, and I was just looking, you guys have a big map of the world in your kitchen, and I, me and him were just like looking at that and talking about different points in history, and I don't know. It was just, it was funny. Yeah, like we, it was like for an hour. I'm just like looking at the map, like, wow, that's much bigger than I thought. Like, oh, during World War Two, I think I said something about World War Two, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, like we, like America really helped. You know, like we 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 waited too long until you know, obviously Pearl Harbor happened. But I don't, I don't exactly remember what I said. I was like, I think but we, were we, about we won Alaska. a bunch of battles. No, no, no. This was specifically about World War Two. Uh, I was like, cause I was like, oh yeah, we helped win a few like important battles, and Bias just like looked at me like, like bro, you know how much the Russian army suffered in hell, the German army, like this and that. I was like, you right, sir. You right. You you are but, very correct. Okay, well, I think that's because you know how in America they te- they teach how like uh-huh. specifically how Russia started. I know about it. Like you know, it was on the side with Germany, and then we started the war. But then Germany turned on us, on Russia, so Russia was like, no. Yeah, Russia was uh, was definitely the allies. And then they, they, they turned back, and then, then we, the Russia, helped to win the war. Mm-hmm. They were the first one to approach the, to put the, what is it called, the flag on the... Mm-hmm. So I guess in a lot of things, things when, I, when I went to high school here, um, that was actually like the main point was that Russia was allies with Germany first. And they never talk about how like Russia was actually helping to win the war, mostly because we were on the yeah, border. Yeah, y'all, y'all held the line in the winter. Yeah. Like y'all. We have <laughs> the Saint Petersburg, right? Wasn't there something yeah. like right outside of Saint Petersburg? Oh my in god! Saint Petersburg? I had a in third grade in Ru- mm-hmm. in Moscow. There was a lady who survived that. They the literally Holocaust were. Or? Yeah. No, 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 no. The the Stalingrad when they were. Okay. Oh, Stalingrad. The whole the hold the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you know the whole city was literally mm-hmm. they for a month they couldn't even they didn't have food. Yeah. She literally told us it was it was sad and scary, which mm-hmm. we were third graders. But she was telling us how her mother literally died on in her like on on her eyes mm-hmm. because of starvation. Jeez. Because she couldn't like she gave all the food to the kids. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, it's disturbing. Yeah. It, wars were... Wars are scary, man. Yeah. Like, wars are still scary, and salute to all our troops and stuff, but, like, I have a feeling... Like, now you ain't in that crap as much as it used to be. Like, trench warfare, reading about that, and, ooh, it was disgusting. All the diseases you'd get, all, like, the gases, ugh. Yeah, and, um... I think everybody was affected. Like, it's, it's like... All right. My great grandma. She. I have a great grandma. She's turning ninety soon. She's alive. Funny. She's alive. She's alive. She's funny. She. She's. She's preparing to die every every year. She's like, I'm ready. And then she's like, No, I'm not dying this year. I was like, Lady, <laughs> slow down. Didn't she just say she was like ready to live more or something? Didn't something just happen? Because I remember you telling me she was like, Okay, I'm ready to die. And then she's like. I'm not dead yet. I was ready. Now I yeah, have to be, yeah, get was, ready again. It was because she was like, I'm ready to die. She was in, she, and she was like, I'm not going to die in summer because mm-hmm. it's too hot and uh, it's bad for like, you know, if you're going to oh, have prepare a whole, the body, pre- prepare the body. Mm-hmm. It's bad for the body. She's like, you know, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do fall 
and fall and then she's like and she's not dying <laughs> she's like okay well I can't die in winter because the winter the the ground is cold so you're not gonna bury me uh-huh. <laughs> it's gonna be frozen she's like I'll wait till spring <laughs> it's like every year now she's doing that yep. Yeah, she's she's been ready to die for what like three years now. <laughs> yeah. She's been like, ah, okay, we'll push it back a little bit. I guess I'm not dead yet. But I don't know. Y'all. But she's, you know, that's a good. I feel like that's a good mm-hmm. mentality. She to like have. that's the thing. Like you're not like sure the family's gonna be sad eventually when she passes, but it's not gonna be like sudden and heartbreaking. It's like everybody was like, ah, okay, we've been expecting it. We've been preparing. Yeah, and and, her, and the yeah. thing is, she's like she lived what the whole life. She's mm-hmm. she. She's she's the greatest person. I admire her so much. Mm. Like I look up to her. She's she's something else. She never finished high school. Any school. She did three grades. She has three grades of education. Dang. Because the war started. Yeah. Um the World War Two started when she was nine and they couldn't go to school. Mm. They started helping out on um making the clothes for okay, uh, like the factories. Yeah, stuff the factories. Okay. And especially she was like from the village deep and didn't have a lot of teachers. All the men went to war. And mm-hmm. So everybody had to help out. Mm-hmm. And then after that, she was like jumping from job to job. She was like working. She was a fisherman. She was a, like, she was, she was, a, she was soy. She was, um, what is it called? She was a uh, storage man. She was, and she learned how to, how to do, um, uh, bookkeeping she was that she was a babysitter she was like kind of like a babysitter for kids and then she had five kids she gave them all of an education Mm -hmm. um her husband died she i don't even know i don't even know him i never saw him Mm -hmm. uh pretty early she gave she um i wrote like a whole essay about her how she survived all of it and she she was um, what is the when the metal and metal use welding? Welding. She mm-hmm. knows how to weld. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> she she's just something else. Mm-hmm. And um, she still like kept all like all her kids had houses. All the kids were fed and everything. Mm-hmm. My grandma, my grandma, she's the oldest daughter first. Mm-hmm. She always remembers like, she was always working, three jobs all the time Dang. to keep the kids fed. And my grandma was taking care of the kids because she was the oldest, but she was like, I still, I'm, I'm amazed. And then my, I'm amazed by my grandma. She was blind and she... Right, so you have the great-grandma that had very little education, still managed to get all of her kids educated, and then that led to your grandma, who went blind giving birth, right? Yeah. To... And still raising the house, like, she's still doing her thing and doing it well. Yeah, like, and my granddad was actually alcoholic at that time. Mm-hmm. So she was like, it's so how she told the story, he always tells us. She's like, I just literally didn't want to deal with my your granddad, her husband, mm-hmm. being alcoholic. She's like, I just let him do whatever he wants to do mm-hmm. because I need to focus on the kids. Yeah. After literally bias, he's the he's the youngest. When she, he went to college, she literally took him the whole attention onto him, and he's in. Uh, he's not out, he's not drinking anymore. Right after that. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Damn. So you have a very interesting family history, and yeah, it's it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's insane. Um, but I think that's what it makes me me. Right. Yeah. 
It's very uh, hard. And everyone, everyone in my family has a different story. And the different story is like every story is crazy than the other one. Mm-hmm. Like everyone. It's yeah. My family tree, nothing too crazy. My my mom and dad kind of came from very polar opposites. Like my mom is pretty wealthy. Yeah. Her family's pretty wealthy because, uh, uh, I mean, when we started dating, I mean, we stayed at their house a little bit while they were in Florida at their other house when during the winter, and that was a big house. And we utilize their uh, condo at the uh, Lake of the Ozarks, so they're 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 well off. Yeah, I <laughs> did not know that. I was just mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, we have a condo. I was like, oh, it's just I don't even know what the heck is condo. Mm-hmm. It's like it's probably just an apartment, and I don't know what lake is like. What Ozarks Lake is even looks like. Yeah. Or like, if we're gonna go for Christmas, I was like, all right, we're gonna stay in this grandparents' house. And then the grandparents' house is huge. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah they came from a pretty nice background. It's actually funny. My grandpa, my grandma on my mom's side was a teacher, right? And so she just made a little bit of money. You know, teachers kind of get screwed over. But my grandpa, uh, he was a psych major. Oh yeah, you told me. He was a psych major. Uh, couldn't find a job because I don't know he just he had like a school counseling job didn't like it and was like yo I'm gonna make money so he got into real estate and he just made money and he's he's still doing it um he's still got a few properties I helped clean them up when I was in town over the summer uh he was a freaking politician too like low level local but he ran for office and like got different um, I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 I remember I was going through some stuff one time and I saw like his advertisements, like they saved his advertisements in the newspaper of him like being like, <laughs> vote me for like city council, like stuff like that. That's cool. And this and that. So yeah, he was a politician there too. And that's why he kept telling me, he was like, yeah, are you sure you want a psychology degree? And I was like, I, I'm I'm going to go doctorate. Like, it's okay. I'm not just getting BA in psychology. Like, sure, I may as well. Like, <laughs> if I get a BA in psychology and stop there, I may as well just drop out and work at Target. But <laughs> my dad's side was different. Yeah, I I love your dad's story. Your dad's story is my dad. Yeah, my dad. It's it's actually crazy because way back in my dad's line, family line, there were some wealthy people. Oh yeah, you told me about it. Because in Florida, just... there's actually this bridge called I forget where in Florida called like the Acosta Bridge. Um, and that was uh, named after a politician, I think, Saint Elmo Acosta. Very interesting name, but he is on my dad's side of the family. They had a giant manor, mansion type thing. Uh, I visited it once. It's no longer in the family because their kids, they had like three, two or three. Their kids never worked a day in their life, spent all the money and just like lost this fortune. And that kind of... It was screwed over that <laughs> the family line then, and so my dad, yeah, he uh, grew up in kind of I wouldn't call it the ghetto of St. Louis, but a pretty rough neighborhood in North St. Louis. Uh, my grandma and grandpa were divorced, so it was just my grandma, my dad, and his little sister, and it was uh, they were they were pretty poor. <laughs> And my dad had to take a lot of responsibility early on. He was, uh, I remember sometimes like after school, he would tell me my grandma would drop him off on the side of the highway and he would pick up like cans, like litter, like metal litter uh, from the highway so they could go turn it in for change. 
to help yeah. um after school he would just have to babysit my aunt his little sister all the time um and so it was funny he like did bad in school because i mean he just lived in a crappy area had to be an adult early on so didn't really focus on school just focused on taking care of the family and putting food on the table to help grandma right and so he, i remember he took his act or sat he got a really good score like very good I, I think it was like a 34 like something on the act and uh his counselor was like dude you got a 34 <laughs> But you're getting all C's in all of your classes. Like, what the heck is this? And he's like, I, I ain't got time. Like, yeah, this and that. Don't do homework. And so, yep. Yeah, so, and then he eventually went to college in um, Illinois still. Carbondale or Edwardsville, SIUE or SIUC. I think SIUC. I don't know. Anyway, so he did night classes and worked worked all day. Worked a full-time job all day. Went to classes at night. I don't know how he stayed sane. It was funny how he... Uh, I asked him, what degree mm-hmm. you do you have? He's like, I started as an engineer. But then it got so hard. I couldn't... Like, he was like, I didn't want to... I didn't have time for this. So I switched to accounting. I was yeah. like, oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so he did accounting. But now he's just a construction. But he's not just a construction worker. He, like, manages and hires and runs the project. So now he... He works all over the country doing stuff. But the crazy one crazy story from his childhood, uh, other than just beating people up who tried to like rob him for his bike and stuff, he told me that, uh, and I I don't know why I like telling the story. It's it's pretty messed up. But I'm just like, dang, dad, you were in the. It seemed like you were in the trenches. My dad's friend's father was killed in a car bomb because it had something to do with some like mafia gangster stuff like his friend's dad was blown up while starting his car and i was like holy crap man like that's some new york gangster like (laughs) in st louis but yeah um and then they my mom and my dad met in college and now i'm here living a very privileged life that i'm like i know and i i appreciate it (laughs) (laughs) but yeah definitely not as interesting as uh everything you got (laughs) um it's different that's why Mm -hmm, it's different mm -hmm. stories dang dang we've been oh 50 minutes already this is longer than all my other podcasts my other podcasts are like half hour oh really yeah we have 50 minutes already however we still got more to go we got two people talking. Yeah, that's true. We got more to go. Do you want to talk about kind of, I guess, our relationship and how we yeah. met and everything up to here? Because we, we got some good-ass stories. Um. Yes. So how did we meet? <laughs> how did we meet? We met at, what I like to say is we met at a party we both didn't want to go to. That's true. And um, we have a mutual friend, and he uh, invited me and a bunch of the boys to a party and apparently he invited sasha as well yeah we, we talked before but then mm-hmm. we stopped talking and i think he wanted to just reconnect and mm-hmm. he's like do you want to go to a party and i was like yeah and i was like haha mine no i'm just kidding <laughs> i had nothing to do but then you know mm-hmm. i hesitated i was like i don't know if i want to be there but i don't go out i should go out <laughs> yeah i almost didn't go to that party either so i don't know i guess it was fate that we both were like begrudgingly went there uh um, honestly i think it was yeah and there was that we kind of just met there it got popped it was funny i me and a few of the guys like it was i'm not a party person she's not really a big party person so i was just standing with the homies on the side you know being that weirdo at the party who just stands there with a drink in my hand but uh 
I made friends there, so I was like, I don't want to stay with these guys. I don't really know them that yeah. much, so I just like <laughs> went to the girl's side. Basically. Right, and I eventually talked to her a little bit. I it almost got popped. I was like, Yo, you kind of you and your friends trying to come back to the dorms because uh, staying at the dorms at the time, chill, do whatever. And they're like, Yeah, we can do that. And like probably twenty minutes later, probably got popped. So we're like, Well, nothing better to do. We're going back. So we went back. I don't know, just hung out and then had a good night. Kind of asked her on a date again and I guess that's where it, it started it did yeah it was uh, took you to bar later. Louis yeah it was a couple, couple, couple days, days later. later yeah uh, I introduced you to the best tater tots in Chicago bar Louis and burgers <laughs> <laughs> it was funny he was like you want to go bar Louis and I was like I don't even know where it is or what it is and what's the how do I dress I thought it were, I didn't think it was a date date I thought it was just like hang out I guess and yeah. I was Dressed. I don't think I made it clear. I don't know. Yeah, you didn't make it clear. It was like more like, do you want to grab some food? I was like, sure. Yeah. And I was dressed. I'm. I have my style, and I switch back and forth from like classic, cool, and where it's like more streetwear. And I was full on streetwear girl that day. And he was dressed so nice. He was wearing a jacket, nice pants, and I was like, oh, I did not know I was the, that was the theme. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, but tell me what you were kind of thinking about on the first day, because I, I love how you tell the story, like you were getting competitive or something, like oh, how yeah. was all that? Um, <laughs> it was the first date, so it was just like, I really didn't know him, it was more like, you know, I'm the guy I met at a party, mm. he's cute, but I don't really know him, what does he do, where he is, where's he from, mm-hmm. so we are just, it was funny, when we walked to the bar, we didn't talk. We just straight walking, like and that. he was so walking so fast. I'm like, oh my god, what, what's happening? Yeah, I didn't really know. I'm an awkward person, right? I, we're both not very social, and so for some reason, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I don't know what to talk about on the walk over to the bar. But as soon as we sit down, I know it's gonna hit me. So I'm just like speed walking, like fuck, I need to get there, <laughs> so I can make small talk while we're sitting down. I don't know what to do as we're just like walking down the street in Chicago. And so it was like a silent speed walk all the way to the bar, and then we get to the bar and we just start talking about our lives and stuff. And, yeah. So um, <laughs> he just started talking. I was just asking. I was like, oh, so what are you studying? What are you doing? He's like, I'm a psychology major. Um, I'm gonna do. You were at that time. I was Kenny like, still. Right? No, no, you switched to psychology already. Oh, because it was second year, yeah. You were like, you wanted to do child, ch- children. Child psych. Yeah, child psych. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, cool. And he's like, and then he's like, yeah, so I got this research working right now. Like, I'm working with this professor. He's cool. Um, you know, I'm a third year student now because I finished high school two years o- earlier. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, Didn't what? expect that from the guy you met at the party, huh? Yeah, I was like, I just met this guy at the party. I really thought people go to a party, don't do school, you know, don't research, graduate school earlier, and then, and it was funny because the friend we had, a mutual friend we have, Mm -hmm. is like a fashion student, so I was like, how the hell did you, I thought he would be like, you know, friends were like, just, I don't know, fashion or like, technology or something. Yeah, that's the funny thing, because our friend group, like, I'm, I'm kind of the odd one out. School wise, academically wise, because I am, as I've said multiple times already, I'm not a very social person. And so I didn't go out and actively make friends. So thank goodness my roommate in the dorms, this dude Patrick, 
he already had a group of friends right at UIC University of Illinois Chicago where he met and uh, he just dragged me along to everything and I started making friends and they were big partiers big just every night come over gonna play video games gonna drink a little bit do whatever right and uh, it was fun they're amazing people I ended up living with them we'll talk about that later because that, that that house was fun they are they're fun but they're uh very nice people I was the only one who would like go back to, like they would all start you know right after dinner everybody goes to the lunch hall or whatever and then they come back all go to our buddy Paul's dorm his was like the party dorm not party just get together dorm uh, all of us and I, w- I would always go back to my room like work on all my homework for a few hours and then go over there right I was like the only one who really got on my crap done <laughs> so yeah that's that's and the so... mind- mindset i had of him right and i was like Thought was oh one of them. okay so we're, we're talking like this now huh we're gonna be talking academic achievements here yep. i was like okay well i'm gonna pull out my thing now and mine was i'm electrical engineer mm-hmm. with minor in math and I was actually applied for the research for next semester after yeah, that. Yeah, because the research. I was like, ah, like, oh, you know what? I'm doing research too. <laughs> I had an internship. I, I had an internship. No, it was that summer. I had an internship yeah. too. I was like, I got an internship, and I was like, you know, I got, I got competitive. I was like, you can't compare this now. <laughs> she wasn't ready. I, I kept her on her toes. Yeah, I was like, like, huh? All right, all right. I, you know, I usually like don't like. I will tell people. That um, like I study electrical engineering, but I will not go and be like, oh, I have this research and I'm doing this, and I was like, oh, he's doing that, I'm gonna do that too. Uh-huh. I guess I don't know. I guess I. But it was just. Was more I of, braggy or was I? You just weren't talking? braggy. Okay. It was more of like we didn't have anything to talk about, and yeah. you just started it, and I was like, oh, and in my head I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I'm a very competitive person in the first place, so I was just uh-huh. like, I took that, and I was like, hmm, uh-huh. hmm, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> and then I guess yeah we hit it off pretty well we went on a bunch of dates it was a lot of going out walking around going to different places and a lot of she's just gonna come to my dorm and nap in between classes cause I lived on campus <laughs> and she didn't uh, and so yeah that would pretty much happen she'd be like I think I'd like give you my keys or something right his roommate didn't like me because there's always <laughs> she dorms. was hard yeah she was always like come, like while I'm at class like she'd have a like a two hour break and probably just like nap in my in my bed at the dorms and stuff but uh that was fun yeah we went out to the lake a lot sat walked around yeah talked. it was late night late mm-hmm. night drive and you'd always pick me up you'd be the gentleman i didn't have a car because i was you know in chicago in the dorms and you'd uh, always just pick I, me I, up <laughs> i just took the keys from my mom's car i didn't tell her where i was going but then one time she's like I know you've been going out at night. Where'd you go? <laughs> I was like, nowhere. <laughs> I thought you didn't notice. Yep, yep. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we about when school ended, I asked her out a little bit because it was the summer and I was going back to St. Louis. And I knew he that was... somebody would snatch her up if I didn't, so I had to do it. He was nervous. He's like, Shh, we're I not know. exposing me here. We're not exposing me. <laughs> it's okay. He's it's like, okay. I know. I'm gonna leave. Yeah, it was uh, it was awkward to say the least, but you know things happen, things happen, and, we were, and it was smooth sailing now. So yeah, you came over. You, I got you to visit St. Louis a few times. We went to the museums. What do you think of the? What do you think of St. Louis? Um, tell me your thoughts. St. Louis is nice. It's chill. It's very uh-huh. chill. Nothing too big. Is it better than Chicago? 
There's one correct answer. No. That is the incorrect answer. St. Louis is better than Chicago, but we'll continue. This St. Louis is kind of empty. The downtown. I remember when we walked. Everything's free. That's the plus. And they yeah. have really cool Forest Park area. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Ah, it's Forest Park is the second biggest park in the country. It is... Only Central Park in New York is bigger. So Forest Park is a little the bit smaller. The fact you tell us to everybody about it. I have to. Like, I, when I found that out, I was impressed. I mean, we got museums in there. We've got kayaking and boating in there. We got sledding areas. We got a zoo. We got I mean, food. that area is super cool. It's my yeah. favorite part of the whole... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forest Park is... Especially, like, it's great. close to university, and then that's mm-hmm. cool, too. Um... But oh, but Chicago, you know, it's like city, city, just like always on the move. I guess I don't like people, so having a city with not that many people in there all the time is why I like San Luis so much. Yeah, that's why he's not gonna go to New York. Yeah, screw that. With me. Sorry, sorry, can't do it. But uh, yeah, we also went Garden of the Gods. We took a road trip out to Garden of the Gods. That was yeah, fun we did for hiking. Hiking. That man didn't eat before hiking. We didn't eat. I ate the leftovers, but I was like, mm-hmm. he doesn't eat in the morning. It was so weird. I didn't. Yeah, I don't. I normally didn't eat in the morning. I was so but. weird, but then uh, we did a good hike. It was a good hike. Yeah, it was fun. Went off the trail. I met his grandma that time. I had. I met oh his yeah, mo- when you came. I met down. his mom. Literally the day, like the the week we started dating, when she came to pick you up, and I didn't think I'm gonna meet his mom. I was like, all right, I'll just help him out to pack, and then I'll just go to work. He's like, no, let's go. Let's go meet my mom. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, I was cute, though. She was very nice. I was scared. I was like, she's probably going to think, who is she? What the heck? But, uh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that I was seen nice. that pretty early. And then you came down during the summer. I saw your sister. I met your sister. No, my and your sister grandma. and my grandma, because my mom was out, and so my dad was out working, too. I met your grand. Oh, I met your dad during Christmas. Mm hmm. Oh, my first Christmas. Her first Christmas celebrated with me. Let's go. Yeah. Next one. Next Christmas coming up. We uh doing round two. Yeah, well, I think it's probably going to be a... Tradition now. Tradition now. My family doesn't celebrate Christmas. Especially with now. My family is interesting. Yeah, all over the place doing things. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I think we're a small family that... Mm-hmm. We started our own thing, so. Yeah, but that was the first year we met. Second semester, of the first year of uh, university, and then the second year, I got a house with a few of my buddies. Now this house was fun. It was me, Josh, our mutual friend who introduced us. My buddy Paul, whose party, whose dorm we would always go to party to. And then Paul shared his room. They were on and off with this dude named Faraz. Yeah. They were both in and out, living at home, living at the apartment, just doing their thing. And then my buddy from St. Louis, Jake, homeboy, day one, came up from St. Louis to live with us. So it was like four rooms, and our house was the spot. It was so much fun. It was uh, right next to campus, too. I literally lived with him. Yeah, when, when quarantine started like less than a year into our relationship she just basically lived with me the entire time and the boys yeah it was because my i lived with my uncles uh-huh. damian was at work he's truck driver so uh-huh. he would come home like once a month uh-huh. and bias had a girlfriend who lived in new york so most of the time he was there uh-huh. and i was like well there's no point of being home alone the whole right, time yeah. 
So I just literally moved in with him, was living We there. would switch off weeks. Like, it'd be a week at my apartment and then a week at your apartment. Yeah, because like, we would get stuff. tired of, like, people at home. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but then my, my bias came home with mm-hmm. his fiancé now. And I was like, oh, I want to live there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just, I mean, like I said earlier, a lot of people just in and out of your house. It was nice just to... Yeah, and then... Plus, it was right by school. You didn't have to commute 40 minutes to get to... Yeah, yeah. Clock. You so walk five my, minutes my, to get to My defense was like... It's literally next to school. I can walk every morning and school work is done easily there and I don't have to go 40 minutes back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then quarantine started. I was like, it's easier to just study mm-hmm. there. That's what, That was my thing. I don't actually know how my parents were okay with the whole dance thing. Like yeah, my I, uncle. I, and yeah, it took me forever to meet them actually. So they didn't really know me. Well, you met but my mom early I on. met your mom early on. But, but then later on you met everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, I... I didn't think it's gonna be for another year, but but yeah, I had my uh, I had my own personal chef during quarantine. It was amazing. Thank you, baby. Mm. <laughs> Cooking all all of our meals. I remember Paul all the time. He would come over and he's like, "Oh, you know, you're you're just taking care of everyone's here. Like you're the boss of this house. <laughs> like yeah, you're the favorite person in this mm-hmm. house." Yeah, the the house was also it was kind of the same dynamic. Of when we were at the dorms it was like because we all had our own rooms right and so everybody we we had like an xbox a playstation and a switch in our living room with a giant tv couch we had like lighting everywhere it was it was a vibe and everybody would just come home from school they just play and we'd have all of our homies who were living yeah, off campus would, just would come, over. come over everybody was always over we we're always just running tournaments of call of duty smash but Bros. It, it's, it's because the apartment mm-hmm. was super big oh, they had really, really big living room so mm-hmm. it was nice so if people didn't want to play in the living room they just go to their room the right room and was, separate. the rooms were still big so i once again i just like work get all my crap done and then like for the rest of the night we'd run tournaments we had like the valerias would always come over we had both mats come over jacob would come over all the time yeah we had we had new year's party yeah we had the new year's party Mm -hmm. they even hosted i was gone i was actually at your house one weekend but remember when they hosted a frat party for raz's frat party at our place i wasn't there because i didn't want to be at a frat party i didn't know but uh, that was funny it was big enough to hold a frat party but yeah i don't know it was just a really cool house i think one of the coolest things was when jacob our buddy jacob had uh, wanted to start this clothing line that he works on every now and then when he has the chance and he we have this like cellar almost it's like under our house and it's like a room there was nothing in it it's all it looks like a big concrete box and he would just come and set up all of it his was, like yeah. clothing stuff that'd be his like little workshop it was a vibe i don't know like it was just so much fun it was a lot of things happening there all the time mm-hmm. like he was doing his clothes on the upstairs and just go downstairs or mm-hmm. did something um i did all my photo projects there too mm-hmm. because i was taking photography class yeah. um yeah so a lot of stuff happening there. Oh, the best. A lot of... Oh, go ahead. No, nothing. <laughs> oh, okay. Honestly, the best part, the best, one of the highlights of the house was we were within walking distance of Papa John's. Yeah. And we got so there. much pizza. It was disgusting. <laughs> but it was so good. Like the amount of pizza we got was extraordinary. But it was so nice. Like really, it, like on the regular, like every weekend... We, we'd run smash tournaments and with everybody and like everybody would come up we'd all pitch in money for like a few pizzas and then we just oh i reminisce so much about that house it was fun it was infuriating at times because i was the only one who cleaned well sasha helped me too but 
Uh, I, I remember really Paul clean. would come over and clean. Paul would clean, but he remember he wasn't living there all the time. So, so it was just funny. During his visits of being the absent father, <laughs> uh, he would help me clean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Did you enjoy living with all the guys, getting to know all my friends better? It was fun. It mm-hmm. was it was a very interesting experience that I think that I will be probably remembered for the rest of my life as my college experience because of uh-huh. COVID now. Yeah. My whole year I've been literally sitting at home. <laughs> Which was supposed to be my year of fun and everything, mm-hmm. but um, I'm gonna say that my sophomore year, when I lived with my boyfriend, that was my fun time. Oh yes, oh yes. Hopefully next year will be better, but... But sadly, after that, I have to be stupid and move to Indiana, because like she mentioned earlier, I graduated, I graduated high school with two associate's degrees, so I basically only had to do two years of undergrad. And so now she's a junior at UIC, and I'm a graduate first year at Ball State. And so we are so he just long me. distance relationship. <laughs> she's she's still a little bitter. She's he still just... a little bitter. It's okay, but we're together still, uh, making long distance work. Still in the back of my mind. How has it been for you? How has long distance been for you? It's hard. It's very hard. Agree. Um, it's funny because. From the beginning of any everything or anything in every relationship, I thought I will never survive long distance. That's the most hardest thing that I will go through, mm-hmm. and I don't want to go through that, especially with the person. If I like in the beginning, I knew we were gonna go to long distance, I really wouldn't want to fall in love with them in mm-hmm. the first place because of the if we are gonna have to do long distance. But I couldn't resist this one. Um. Yep, I'm I'm pretty special. <laughs> yeah um well i fell in love with him it was the summer the first first summer um and uh, when uh, for, like the beginning of our uh, relationship mm-hmm. and then later on in like november of that year mm-hmm. literally a year ago basically I, f- I was i knew i really wanted to stay with him for yeah. a long time and um mentally was preparing for the whole long distance uh, so we didn't really know by end of the second yeah because i was late getting into it was it was chaotic like i didn't really know i was coming here till later because i i applied here i was late i so i was put on a waiting list so i was waiting for ball state to accept me into two different programs and because i was still on a wait list i was also applying for jobs in chicago and so, like, I didn't know, am I staying and working in Chicago because I'm not getting into grad school? Am I getting into grad school? Yeah, and it kind of just happened all of a sudden. Yeah, and, and we so, were planning yeah. on, like, living together if he's not going to go to to uh, college. Ball and State. To the Ball State. So mm-hmm, we're, mm-hmm. it was weird. But at the end of the day, I wanted him, him to succeed and to do things that he wants to do. Mm-hmm. That's why I will support him anywhere and anything. And, well, and that's why... I was like, we can do this. We can. And we have been. Woohoo, let's go. We had like a trial run over the summer. That is that is true. That did help a little bit because I was living, I wasn't living in Chicago over the summer. I lived in St. Louis and I worked basically a full-time construction labor job. And uh, so I, every other weekend or was it every weekend? Every other weekend. I it think. was every other weekend I would drive up and spend the weekend in Chicago. We did that first summer. It managed. And now we do every, yeah, once again, every other weekend, it would be like two weeks. I'll go up to Chicago for a full week and then two weeks would pass and then you come down for a weekend. That's the one thing. COVID has been so clutch 
in our long distance relationship because I'm one, I'm in graduate school. So it's not many classes and they're all online. So when I visit, I literally visit for an entire week. And then, you know, she works. My work is all remote too. So I can do that from anywhere. So I'll work and do school while you're up there because you have to work, go in person, work at the restaurant during the week. So I can stay up for a full week and then I'll go back. We'll wait another two weeks and then she'll come down, you know, kind of like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It is Sunday today. We're doing this before she heads back and we wait two more weeks. But um, I think we've been doing well with the amount of time we spend with each other every two weeks and the fact that we're on Discord literally 24-7. We're spending 24-7, literally 24-7 with each other because we're on the phone or Discord. Yeah. I have a lot of schoolwork and I'm studying literally on my chair the whole time most of the time we're most silent time. yeah and so we're just we're just silent other. and doing stuff but then we'll get goofy for being hyped up on too much caffeine sundays and then uh, yeah it's kind of funny in a way it's like instead of learning <laughs> instead of learning how to be more independent during a long distance relationship we've literally connected more because we're always on discord or something you know but yeah, it, it works. Like, time. whatever works, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm happy, you're happy. But at the same time, we're pretty independent people in the way yeah. where we have literally different things we're doing. Yeah, we're just like, we could just say, hey, how you doing throughout the and, day? Yeah, and sometimes we don't even know, like, what are we talking to each other about? Mm-hmm. Like, I'll explain him something about yeah, something. She's explaining, like, electrical engineering, and she's like, well, these diodes and these yada, yada, yada. And I'm sitting there like, okay, like, I see you connecting the dots. And I see how the dots connect. I just have no idea what the heck the dots are. So I'm like, I'm really lost. But I get it. It sounds right. Right. And then plus, if you ever need to rage because, you know, your lab partners are stupid or your teachers are stupid. I'm just like, I just hear, ah, (laughs) and then she just like rages about stuff, which is funny. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's how we're surviving. It's, it's been hard, definitely during some times, but I think we have a good system in place. And And, it uh, is true. It is true. Hopefully, you know, um. At the end of the day, it's always worth it because you don't see them and then you see them. It's nice. Right. I mean, and kind of our motto for this relationship is like, we both want it to work, so we're going to make it work. It's like, this relationship is comprised of me and her, and if we both want it, nobody's saying no, right? So we're going to do what we need to do. And especially if we have Mm -hmm. laid out plan for our life true we got something we're working towards it's not just like an emptiness yeah we have a plan of moving together uh, to washington state yes sir sometime later in life building a house oh yeah we're gonna pay for it we're, we're gonna build the nicest house yeah uh we're gonna start having cats we're supposed to have two cats um a husky and a bunny because i want a bunny she wants a bunny and she wants two cats so. i do i do you had to compromise. Um, <laughs> and then at least at least two kids, right? Two kids. Yeah, yeah. probably not two kids. Something two like kids. that. And, um, but yeah, like we, we are very compatible and we just know what we're working for. And that's how we manage to stay sane. Yeah, I think it's the most, the biggest part is just because we work so much and we put so much strength on academics and mm. grades where that takes a lot of um, a lot of time mm-hmm. where we're like well we want to be together and we help each other to succeed mm-hmm. in areas we'll do it yeah. so 
I love you. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Well, our fifteen. Anything else? We we did it. It wasn't even as awkward as I thought it was gonna be. You did. You did great. It, you did great. Yeah, I didn't. I was scared. <laughs> but I think I think we really covered all our bases. Did we talked about everything. Do you like it? Yeah, I do. It was good stuff. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, I know it is a juggernaut of an episode. But yeah, stay healthy. That's yeah. all I got. Be happy. Thank you. Yep. Um. Yeah. Sorry for long talk, but thank oh, you I'm very not. Much. I'm not. They're gonna love it. They're gonna love it. All right, y'all. Thank you so much. <laughs>